The Aggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stockton. Open three. The high schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Yes, I am indeed a part of this show. <laughs> Believe it or not, we, we did have some conversations about updating the open, so that is going to happen someday. That's what you keep telling me. <laughs> you keep telling me I'm part of the show I and I'm a keep... valued member of this team, but I can't even be part of the intro. <laughs> we just keep putting it off. I can't fake emotion. That was probably terrible. <laughs> I'm not a very good actor. Uh, so, media day. Today for Utah State, and um, I uh, I made the comment to oh a few of the people I interviewed today that it, it's kind of like Christmas, you know you have this lead up you have the off season there's really not a whole lot to talk about, and then it just it's here like football's here we got a chance to talk to the coach, um, hear from uh, head coach Blake Anderson I got to speak with the uh, the coordinators Coach Bonda and Coach Tucker. Got to speak with some of the players and hear from them about how the offseason has gone, reactions to what happened last year, the lack of respect that's being showed to this club for this upcoming season, and uh, what, what are they going to look like this year? There's so many unknowns last year. Yeah, and, and really with these media days, you know, usually some press conferences can be just bland and you get nothing out of them, but in this one, usually coaches at least – I've been to Utah State, Matt Wells, Gary Anderson, Blake Anderson. They've all given at least something. They give you an idea of kind of what the team looks like. You know, they do straight up answer, you know, know, maybe this guy's out or, you know, this is kind of who we're looking at to be in this spot. They really do answer those questions a lot more often than these. Obviously, they're still trying to keep some things on the down low. They don't want to, like, hand out their game plan to everybody. But, you know, they, they do answer some questions. So you learn some real things out of these media days a lot, even more so than Mountain West media days where they just, you know, there's a lot more fluff in those here. It's like the reporters are asking the questions that we want to know the answers to, and, you know, we're getting some answers. We have a better idea of what this team is like and, you know, their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, so uh, the questions that you may have, love to hear from you on our Full Court Press text line, 435 339 0321. Uh, we'll do the best that we can to answer them. And maybe one of your ca- questions leads into an answer or a response from Blake Anderson. Uh, so we'll be playing a lot of his audio today. Uh, as I said, I got a chance to speak with several people. Al Lewis spoke with several people. There's no way we're going to get through all of that today. So today is primarily focused on what Blake Anderson had to say in his presser. We'll also reveal number 17 on our top 25 Aggies of the upcoming football season. Uh, And then over the next several days, we'll get into the other coaches and players who uh, were were interviewed today. Uh, But I'll also say this. If you miss something and if you don't want to wait, we'll be going to be putting as much of these interviews as we can on our podcast feed. The Blake Anderson presser is already there. Uh, You can find that on our website, 1069thefan.com. 
on our mobile app, 1069 The Fan mobile app. Uh, it's easy to find. And so uh, go back and listen on your own time. Listen to the full interview and press conference uh, as, as you want on your own time. Yeah, lots of stuff. I'm going to have to go listen to all of it because obviously I wasn't able to make it. So I'm going to be really pushing through just all of the audio. Of course, some of these audio I haven't heard yet from Blake Anderson. So some of these you're going to get my live reaction. Um, um, yeah, and when uh, when they started, um, they said, okay, we're going to do 20, maybe 25 minutes because we got to schedule the keep here. Well, we went thir- about 35 <laughs> Yeah, they, they never the they, they try to limit it and they never they never stick to it. They rarely do. And there's been some coaches that it can be a little bit hard to get stuff out of them, but Blake has always been really good to be a pretty open book. Yeah. There's some coaches that are super talkative. There are some that aren't. It's just that way. Matt Wells wasn't a super talkative guy. Uh Craig Smith was incredibly talkative. <laughs> And Blake Anderson, he's a little closer on the to Craig Smith on that spectrum, but maybe not quite. So, and Bill Belichick, he's like whatever the scale is. Bill Belichick's a zero. <laughs> he's on the other end. <laughs> he's just he's totally on the other. He's side. the complete negative, the antithesis. And so, and I guess um oh who is the oh he was with Mississippi State and I forget where he's at now. That coach is always saying weird things. Mike Leach. Yeah, Mike Leach. Oh, he's he's uh, yeah. He's in the Pac-12 now, isn't he? No, well, he was at Washington State. Washington now State. he's he's at uh, yeah. He's at Mississippi State. Now. Oh, is he at now? Okay, yeah. I, maybe I was confusing. He was. At, I was thinking he was at Mississippi State, then Washington State. He keeps moving around, but yeah, he just says the darndest things. Yeah. So that there's your scale: Bill Belichick to Mike Leach. Yeah, and <laughs> everyone else is kind of in between in the on the press conference spectrum. That's true. Uh, so again, four three five three three nine zero three two one. If question that you may have about media day today is Utah State kicks off fall camp. Players officially reporting today. They'll really start going uh, the team meeting tonight, and things start really in earnest tomorrow. All practices are closed, unfortunately, uh, but they do have two scrimmages planned. Uh, but uh, 5338 on our text line, congratulations to Alfred Edwards for being named to the Outland Trophy watch list. Is he related to former Aggie offensive lineman Lavelle Edwards? I uh, don't know, but I, I, doubt, I it, doubt it. But it's possible. It's like when people ask me, you know, my last name is Walker, and that is a, um, let's just say a common last name. <laughs> Are you related to this Walker? I don't know. It's more likely I'm related to somebody with a different last name, like Hale and uh, and Pasket. Those are names that are floating around Utah and in Idaho. So if you're related to a Hale or a Pasket, I'm more likely related to them. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's get to some of the audio from uh, Blake Anderson today. Um, and... <laughs> I think one of the more interesting things that, that he said out of the gate is that in in contrast to last year, like we didn't know what we were going to get. The, the team had a really rough year the year before. There was a lot of turmoil at the end of the season and in the off season. There was a new coaching staff, players leaving, players upset with the decision of who their head coach was going to be. Like we just we just didn't know what it was going to be. And by and large, other teams didn't know what Utah State was going to be either, so the Aggies kind of snuck up on some people. Yeah. Can't do that this year. They know Utah State's a reigning Mountain West champ. Uh, so besides that knowledge, the Blake Anderson talked about how it's a it's a more difficult schedule in and of itself as well. So he says it's, a, it's going to be a tougher grind for Utah State uh, coming up this year. The fact that the schedule's 
a good bit tougher. You, know, you trade, you know, Washington State for Alabama. Uh, you trade uh, New Mexico State for UConn with a new coach and probably a brand new roster, a BYU ro uh, road game as opposed to playing at home. And even Weber State uh, over North Dakota, I think Weber State's one of the best, you know, one double A teams in the country. So everything just gets tougher. And a, and a conference is going to see you coming. There's going to be uh, there's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table and how competitive we can be. It's just a, it's a huge challenge. And, and I, you know, he's right. I don't know that I would say that Weber State is a more difficult challenge than North Dakota, except for the fact that th that team will be more motivated than North Dakota was just because of the regionality and they're going to know players and very much a familiarity for what, who Utah State is. And Weber State's not a pushover. Yeah. But they're a good team. Yeah, they're a good team, so they're going to try and push Utah State. And obviously it's fairly likely Utah State comes out with a win, but, you know, that's an opportunity for one of those trap games. It, it's certainly possible. And, and, yeah, really, like when you look at, you know, even some of the things Blake Anderson didn't add, you know, Colorado State and Wyoming, both of those on the road. Utah State's really struggled on the road against Colorado State and Wyoming, even in the good years. So you're, like said, you're switching out some opponents for better ones in the non-conference schedule uh, and also going on the road to BYU, like you said, but some of the conference opponents get tougher just by virtue of playing them on the road. Boise State's that way, um, playing them on the road. So everything just – a bunch of small things just get slightly harder, and it, it adds up to a, a much more difficult schedule. It does, and we'll get into our own predictions of the schedule a, a little bit down the road here. Uh, for me, it's it's too early for me to predict. Uh, I, I still need to see what these new players look like in this system and just how things are developing before I want to project what I think this team is going to do, win-loss. But, um, but yeah, it, it is, it is going to be a little bit more challenging. Uh, and one thing, though, that Blake said, that or Coach Anderson said, is that, look, what they did last year worked. So... Last year, there was a lot of unknowns, but it worked out in how they uh, approached the season, how they worked in the offseason, and they're going to pretty much stick to that same formula. I mean, why not, right? I mean, it produced a conference championship. Yeah. There are some key features on both sides of the ball that, that fall camp needs to answer for us, and we're going we're gonna to take the same approach we took a year ago, be, to be, be the best we can be every day. One degree better every day. Control what we can control, high work level, high intensity level, be in the best shape we possibly can be, and and hope that um, you know in the fourth quarter we're right to where we need to be to to compete and find a way to win games late. So we'll uh, we'll stick to our formula and our, and our approach, and I think these kids know that it is it is if we'll do that well that it gives us a chance to be successful every week. So I would say the the only difference here. Is, and I appreciate what he's saying because it's a formula that obviously worked. But the only difference here is, like I said, last year we didn't know. Even the players were unsure. Is What they're asking of me, will it really work, like they're trying to say. Now they know it, it will. So they're, they're ahead of the game now from where they were 12 months ago. Yeah, the trick is can they buy in? Because when you talk to a lot of the guys – before last season, they all talked about how they were buying in during the season, you know, when it was starting to work. They all looked back at how they all bought in. And, you know, talk about the formula. The formula worked partly because everyone bought into it and partly because of the circumstance. The circumstance allowed that formula to flourish. Nobody saw them coming. 
So does that aspect matter? Can the formula, you know, can it adapt? Does it survive in different circumstances? Kind of one of us a little bit where, you know, they have their formula, they have their way of doing things. You know, does it have staying power? We're going to find that out. Um, it, it worked last year. Circumstances are going to change. You know, can it adapt? That's this again. It's it's one of the many aspects to the big storyline of can Utah State repeat? Yeah, yeah, and and this is a team that um, won their conference championship, won their bowl game, beat a Power Five school on the road, checked so many boxes that had had not been checked for Utah State historically, and sometimes doing that for the first time is it's kind of weird to say but sometimes that's easier to do than being able to repeat that because sometimes players come in and I know Matt Wells talked about this uh, at times before with his teams like there's guys that are showing up expecting the same level of success from last year but those those guys who did it before put in a lot of time effort and sacrifice to get to there and newcomers weren't part of that process to get there they just show up and it's already been done and they they don't they seem to lack that same intensity and approach and that can be a big risk for a team that's coming off of a championship season yeah it's almost an adage at this point you know conventional wisdom that the one thing that's harder than winning a championship is winning it again you know for all the reasons you listed off there's a reason why everyone wants to have the underdog mentality I remember the Patriots a few years back, they are going to the Super Bowl, and they tried to pretend that they were the underdogs when they clearly weren't. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to have the nobody-believes-us mentality because it's such a great motivator. But the key to greatness is being able to motivate yourself in different ways. Last year, they motivated themselves because they're the underdogs. You know, Devin Tompkins talked about how much of an underdog he is. You know, Logan Bonner, he'd never really had great success until last year. And a bunch of other guys, down on their luck... And they use that to fuel themselves to greatness. Just like I said, can they motivate themselves in a different way? They can't motivate themselves based off the underdog mentality. They aren't the underdogs anymore. I mean, maybe you can make the argument, and if they can motivate themselves by, you know, being snubbed in the Mountain West Media Days, then, I mean, good for them, however you motivate yourself. Um, But they're not going to be able to motivate themselves the way they were last year. They're not a 1-5 in team. They're coming off a 1-5 in season. They're coming off one of the best seasons of program history. They have to be able to motivate themselves working from the top rather than from the bottom. Well, and I think that uh, I think you touched on it. I think what is fueling this team this year early on is that preseason Mountain West poll. Uh, that they're they're not bashful about using it to say, "Look, you're the reigning champs," but they don't they don't believe in you as being able to repeat it. Uh, basically, it, it's uh, it, it's a it was a fluke. This isn't something that can be sustained. And these, these coaches and even the players, they're reflecting that. The conversations today, they're, they're a little bit stung by the fact that there wasn't more respect given to them after what they accomplished a year ago. And to be honest, we may look back on that and almost thank the voters for not putting some respect on Utah State's name because, yeah, if that ends up being the motivator, then obviously it works. I said, however you motivate yourself, you know, good on you as long as as long as it works, and as long as it's not illegal. <laughs> so, as long as you can do that, and again, it's kind of like the underdog mentality, which, as I said, is one of the best motivators. 
And so if they're able to somewhat naturally find that instead of making it up like the Patriots used to, then it's a good thing uh, in a way. Right, and and, and uh, Blake Anderson kind of touched on that today. And it was the question was, if I remember correctly, posed in the premise that this team performed really well on the road last year um, and uh, being able to play away from home when odds are stacked against them. And, but they still have this mentality of it's still us against the world, even after all that was accomplished last year. And that is still providing fuel for them coming into this upcoming season. The us-against-the-world mentality is front and center when you realize that nobody respects this football team going in. It's, it's a little bit more maybe than a year ago, but not a lot. Now, these guys have been picked preseason for much of anything, a couple watch lists, picked to finish middle of the pack in the league. and So I think they just realize it's what you earn. It's not You earn respect. It's not given. And, and that's fine. I, I, we like kind of being in that environment. We'll have more eyes on us than we did a year ago this time, but – but I don't think it's drastically different. Uh, we're going to have to go out and prove ourselves. The, the success we had on the road, there's a lot of guys that were on that travel squad that understand the way we approach things. We're not going to change our approach. We're going to control what we can control. You know, really focus on being in great shape, focus on rest, nutrition, how we practice, as you kind of alluded to earlier, and, and try to you know, hope that formula continues to work for us. You know, we had some really tough home games, some tough opponents, and, and did not, uh, didn't have as good a home record as we did on the road. But if we hadn't gone 8-0 on the road, we're not, you know, we don't finish 11-3. and So um, I think these guys probably carry some confidence about that what we do and how we do travels well and that it really doesn't matter where we play, but it's a, it's a, it's a different team. This team's got to prove themselves. Uh, we don't get any points for last year. Yeah, and that is always the overriding – uh, call from any coach anywhere that you know what you did last year doesn't carry over to any wins and losses for the upcoming year. Yeah, that's key to motivating these guys is drilling that into their skulls. You are not last year's team. You get none of the accolades, none of the credit, none of the points on last year's scoreboard are going to carry over to this year. As far as you're concerned, you might as well have gone 0 and 13 last or 0 and 12 last season. For all anybody care for all those. Players in the locker room should care. They went 0-12 last season. This is a new season. You get nothing from last year. Uh, we got more comments from uh, Coach Blake Anderson uh, from uh, his media day. Uh, today, Utah State opened up fall camp. Uh, we'll get to comments from coach, other coaches and players in the upcoming uh, days over the next uh, uh, week here as Utah State is opening practice. I got a chance to sit down with Anthony Tucker, uh, Ephraim Bonda. Uh, I spoke with uh, Brian Cobbs and Daniel Grushik. Al Lewis, he spoke to a host of players. So we'll, we'll get to those and uh, share those with you as we go through the next uh, couple of days. Uh, and we'll also make them available on our podcast feed on 1069thefan.com and on the 1069thefan mobile app. Uh, it, but if you've got questions about what they said, feel free to chime in and let us know on our Full Court Press uh, mobile app. Uh, or full court press text line, I should say, 435-339-0321. We also have our top 25 Aggies of 2022. Uh, We will reveal number 17 on our list coming up here in just a few minutes. Um, But I want to get in one more thing from Coach Anderson just from early on. Um, there There are a number of holes that need to be filled every year. 
for our football program. That's just one of the you know, great things uh, about college football. Guys graduate, and now we're seeing guys transfer in addition. So there are always going to be holes that need to be filled. Um, but we were talking about this yesterday, about the, the depth and the experience on the Utah State offensive line. Even that being said, that's still a, a, a pretty big question mark for Coach Anderson and a concern for him coming into the season. Um, and there is a hope that uh, some of that's going to be addressed maybe even by the end of the day. <laughs> but we talked about one yesterday, but apparently there's maybe even a second offensive lineman who could be joining the ranks here soon. We are expecting to add a couple bodies today. And if all the, if all the dominoes fall in the right direction, we've got two O-linemen that we expect to add to the ranks today or within the next couple of days that will solidify that room. We're just, we're trying to get as much depth up there, as much size as we can. And we've really have not stopped recruiting all summer. So uh, th- there's going to be a-, a wealth of experience and talent on that offensive line, which is only going to make that whole offense even more exciting uh, and uh, more efficient this upcoming year. Cause Logan Bonner will be able to stand on his own two feet longer. Yeah. That's something we keyed on is that, you know, now that they're adding guys, because like before there was a lack of depth, but now that they're adding those guys, that gives them depth. You know, because they had experience before and they were a little thin. Now they have some depth, maybe some more talent, and it gives you flexibility. You always want as many offensive linemen as possible so you can just keep plugging them in. Um, and it seems like they're, they've really worked on addressing that. Um, and especially one huge thing for, you know, in terms of adding offensive linemen is the run game because they really struggle at times. They are really they're really, really iffy at times in terms of being able to establish a good run. Last year there was a lot of times where they were just, it looked like they were running into a brick wall over and over in the run game. And so it was because of the fact the passing game exploded that really helped them in a lot of cases. So if they're able to you know, add some good depth in the offensive line, get some more talent in there, you know, if you can get that run game going, then you know, having a balanced offense is just a dream. Huge. Huge. So, and so if they can have that, their offense will be even better than last year. Maybe Logan Bonner's not setting passing records and whatnot, but, you know, if Calvin Tyler's going for over 1,000 yards or if they have two guys go for 800, um, you know, even if Bonner only throws for like 3,200, you had 1,600 yards rushing from a couple of running backs, that's the recipe for another really good season. Right, and, and this coaching staff, they were unsure what the Mountain West was going to look like. They went through the season, and there were a couple of times after some of those losses where Blake Anderson came back afterwards and said, we realize what we really need to focus on in recruiting for this upcoming year. Yeah. And we're seeing that address right now. Yeah, size and speed. He talked about that a lot in press conferences. They seem to lack – was usually the size – well, I think he said they were, they were fast. It was usually size was the thing he focused on, getting guys who are big and fast. Yes. Although, to be honest, I, I think at one point in the press conference I questioned, are you guys really that fast? Because I didn't think they were. But that, that's my opinion versus his. So, uh, More from Blake Anderson coming up here on the Full Court Press. If you want to chime in on a, a question that you may have uh, about the press conference or the upcoming football season, feel free to uh, text us, 435-339-0321. And uh, number 17 on our list of top 25 Aggies of 2022 coming up here in about three and a half minutes. Uh, you know, Valvoline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays at 695 North Main in Logan. 
They're quick, clean, easy, how it should be when it comes to an oil change. And you can really stop in any day of the week to get that taken care of. They'll take care of you fast and uh, do it right at Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence in a beautiful new office complex at 2245 North, 400 East North Logan, just south of the Cash Valley Hospital. The entire staff and doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art facility. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North, 400 East North Logan. Go to CashValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. I'm here with Mark Anderson from Anderson Seed and Garden. Mark, can you tell us a little about your experience with ChemDry of Northern Utah? You know, our carpets get really dirty at Anderson Seed and Garden, and we clean every January. Our timing is, is kind of difficult. I called Daryl, and he was amazing to work around our schedule. They came in and cleaned our carpets. They looked like brand new when they were all done, and uh, they've just been amazing to work with. ChemDry of Northern Utah, ChemDry of Northern Utah. Who do you turn to if you want to change out your wood or pellet stove? Advance Fireplace and Stove. They were voted the gold medalist for Best of Northern Utah for the second year in a row in the fireplace retrofit category. Be ready when the government's next wood and pellet replacement incentives pop up. Advance Fireplace can help you navigate the paperwork. For more information, call Advance Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online, advancefireplaceandstove.com. Bright Green Cars, that's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the Bright Green Cars outside, and some even talk about the building, but the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend, with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, remember, we're teaming up with Schreiber Foods to help the food pantry this week. They're celebrating 50 years in Cash Valley, and they want to help out the food pantry. So uh, one item that they really could use is birthday cake mix. So if you can, drop off a box of uh, one or two birthday cake mixes at the food pantry. Donations can also be made at all these marketplace locations and Sam's Club this week. And something kind of fun on Friday... From 1 to 5, Schreiber Foods in Logan is uh, putting together the world's largest dish of macaroni and cheese. So help help uh, you know, devour it, really. Get it eaten from 1 to 5 tomorrow. That's uh, Schreiber Foods trying to help out and celebrate 50 years in Cache Valley. 
I just want to know, is that a pre-established record? Like, has that already been set and they're trying to break it? Like, somebody already had this idea? Uh, apparently, <laughs> if it's a record that needs to be broken. I don't know if it's a, a new record. It sounds like it's a record they're trying to break. Yeah, it's just like some records, like, like, how many bowling balls can I juggle while also juggling chainsaws while singing the I'm Just Me song? Like, <laughs> is this really a record that, like, has to be set? <laughs> There's other weird records that I've seen. I won't mention the There's one I'm thinking of on air, but uh, before we continue with more from Blake Anderson, we want to get to our uh, number 17 player on our top 25 list of Aggies going into the top into the uh, 2022 football season. And to to help us learn more about him, the legend Al Lewis. Number 17 on our Cash Valley Media Group's list of the top 25 Aggies is cornerback Michael Anwanyu. Anwanyu wears number 22 on the field for the Aggies. He is a guy who started the last 10 games of last year after being a reserve player for the start of the season but still playing a lot. His sophomore year, he played six of the games we had during the COVID year, made one start. He also was in five games as a redshirt freshman as he came to Utah State from Covina, California. He's 5'9", 170 pounds, and now has three letters at Utah State. And Wan Yu last year was the ninth leading tackler on the team. He had 44 tackles, did have one sack. He also was in on breaking up two passes and did recover a fumble and forced two fumbles for the Eggs. Out of Covina, California, and number 17 on our list is Michael Anwanyu. Uh, I like this selection of Anwanyu. is uh, really for a lot of the reasons why I like Andre Grayson for where he was. Uh, it's a this is going to be a talented and deep cornerback group and secondary overall for Utah State. It's going to be tough for opposing teams to pass on this group, and Michael Anwanyu is just one of those guys that really made a big jump last year compared to where he was before. Yeah, you look at this defense, and you look at the front seven, the linebackers and, and defensive linemen, they may take a step back unless there's some surprises there. Uh, but the the secondary looks like it's gotten better, and some of that is the fact they're bringing a lot of experience back, and they're bringing in some talented guys' transfers, and also some returning some guys who were injured last year. So, I'm liking the secondary a lot more than I did last year. And so, yeah, if they make those improvements, then it it will be hard to pass on these guys, which can help maybe supplement the front seven if they go through some early struggles and take a minute to kind of you know, get things going. Right. Coverage sacks may be a bigger thing this year because of the talent that's there, uh, the length and the experience that's in that, uh, in that backfield for USU. Uh, what I like about Michael Onwanyu is that here was a guy that uh, one of those – we. One of the themes of the presser today, and something we've kind of talked about too a little bit, is development of players. You know, transfer portal is the big thing that a lot of people are talking about. But it's, it's always exciting to see somebody who has grown up through the program, put in their time, earned more time on the field, and then they take advantage of that time and uh, deserve a larger role in a larger position. And that's what Michael Anwanyu has done. Yeah, this dude, the first time he walked on Utah State campus was 2018. It was four years ago. And now he's finally coming in, has a chance to be one of the best players on this defense. So, yeah, it is a story of development. You know, he he appeared in, what, five games through his first two seasons? So now he's getting his chance. Yeah, and, and 
Kind of like uh, Andre Grayson, just he, he's a versatile <laughs> corner who can do a variety of different things, and uh, it needs to have that, uh, that that confidence and a little bit of an ego to uh, to play that position. You're out there on an island uh, alone, uh, and uh, if you make a little bit of a mistake, everybody sees it. Whereas some positions, you make a little bit of a mistake and it can be covered up quickly by other guys around you. Not when you're a cornerback. Yeah, you're you're playing in space, and when you're playing in space, there's no room for mistakes because once those guys get away from you, they're gone. Yeah, like I say on the defensive line, things are a little more clogged up. There's plenty of plays. There's not too many of them, but there's plenty of plays where a defensive lineman take picks the wrong. You know, hole on a on a run coverage and somehow still ends up getting the tackle. Obviously, that's not what you want to do. You want to play your gaps, but uh, when corners, when they take one wrong step, they can equal a blown coverage because you don't recover. Right. Yeah, it happens that that quickly. Uh, so that's number seventeen on our list of top twenty-five Aggies coming into the uh, the twenty twenty-two football season. Michael Onwanyu. Uh, the cornerback for Utah State. Another quick timeout and uh, more from Blake Anderson from his uh, media availability today as Utah State football beginning their uh, fall football camp. What he had to say about some of the holes that need to be filled, the newcomers, and developing players that are going to be playing larger roles. Interesting to hear what he has to say about all of that coming up on the Full Court Press in about three and a half minutes from now. Uh, Grantham Mobile Automotive can go to you wherever you need that help done with your vehicle. If it's broken down, if you've your air conditioner has gone out, or any other variety of issues. He is ASE certified, so he knows what he's doing, and he can get to you where the problem is. You don't have to try to find a tow or get the vehicle to some shop. He will come to you and get it taken care of, whether it's at your home or on the side of the road or even at your business. So give him a call if you need help, 435-229-4345. That's 435-229-4345. Do you have a broken appliance? Save money and repair your appliance with Daryl's today. Maybe you'll decide you need to purchase new. If so, you can apply up to $95 of your service call toward an appliance purchase. We reduce the risk when you choose Daryl's. It's a unique deal only we can offer you. See our store for details. Daryl's Appliance Service and Sales West on Airport Road. Open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. This is Jason Wynn with the Cache County Fire District. Due to the current and forecasted weather conditions coupled with extremely dry vegetation conditions in northern Utah, the state forester has determined the measures must be taken to prevent ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, pursuant to Utah state law, the following acts are prohibited. Number one, no open fires of any kind except within established public facilities, improved campgrounds, picnic areas, or impermanently constructed fire pits at private homes where running water is present. Two, smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer, or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. Number three, discharging or using any fireworks, tracer ammunition, or other pyrotechnic devices including exploding targets. Four, cutting, welding, or grinding metal in areas of dry vegetation. Number five, operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engines without an approved or working spark arrestor. These restrictions are for all unincorporated private and all state lands. This order does not affect private lands within incorporated towns or city limits. Any of the above acts is a violation of state law and is punishable by up to six months in jail and a fine of up to $1,000. 
This is Ryan My Mattress. A mattress store recently closed right next door to our Riverdale location. Most people have said how awesome that is for us. I think I disagree. At My Mattress, we love competition. We love it if you shop other places, but also give us a shot. Shop online or go to other stores, maybe even a warehouse sale, but come into My Mattress because we want our shot at winning your business. Come into My Mattress right now and see if better sleep and better pricing are what you'll find. Hey, it's Garrett Grantham with Grantham Mobile Automotive. Just like a plumber, just like an electrician, I come to your home. I am a master ASE technician, licensed, insured, and ready to come to you for your car repair needs. Right now, it is hot outside. From air conditioners to transmissions, I can take care of you. Give me a call, and I will come to you to get your car's AC running cold in no time. 435-229-4345. That's 435-229-4345. Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10. is tasty and quick. Elements' lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 11.30 to 9 p.m. Visit the Elements restaurant.com for reservations today hey it's jackson with mountain west motor inviting you to check out our new location at 615 north main and logan if you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure whether it's hauling kids hauling trailers or roaming in the mountains choose from our collection of trucks and suvs at mountain west motor like no other dealership in cash valley Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. For the second year in a row, Advanced Heating and AC is honored to be named Gold Medalist for Best of Northern Utah in the AC and HVAC category. They thank you for your support and vote of confidence in their company. You have many choices when it comes to your home's heating and air conditioning system. Make sure you choose the gold medal winning company, Advanced Heating and AC. Call 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Jason Walker, Utah State, holding their media day today. Uh, Blake Anderson visiting with the media. We're focusing on his comments today. Uh, we're able, Al Lewis and myself, we were able to do some one-on-one interviews with players and coaches, and we'll share those with you in the coming days. Don't forget to go check out our podcast feed uh, and uh, check out, you can see those uh, podcasts and full audio interviews on 1069thefan.com or on the 1069thefan mobile app if you want to go back and listen to them in their entirety. Uh, 9310 on our full court press text line saying there's player motivation but also coaching motivation. This group of coaches is still one of the youngest staffs and may be another 9-10 to 10 win season away from a big five payday. Yeah, that's always the motivation. 
Sometimes it's not always the payday that motivates them. They just may be motivated by success. Um, but obviously it's nice to think of, you know, if you're Coach Ange and you think, you know, another one of those seasons and you've got a $5 million check in the mail. So that's it's a nice thought for some people, but, you know, these guys are a competitive group. Yes, they are. Uh, the, they want to win games. They want to build. Yeah, everybody wants to build their resume. I can't fault anybody for that, but to say that they're just doing this to parlay uh, an opportunity into a bigger spot, look, they had that opportunity last year and they stayed. So these are a lot of these guys on this staff came from Power Five programs, not all of them, but some of them, and they were sought after to go back to other Power Five programs. And they opted to stick around for another year. Will they stick around for one more year? That's impossible to predict. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the assistant coaches, the fact they kept the assistant coaches around says a lot about, you know, really Coach Anderson, but also the program just being able to keep them around. Like I said, maybe for one more year, things may just completely fall apart after next after this year if, you know, like I said, one of these programs, they come and they wave a fat wad of cash under their nose and, that's enough to get him to leave. Happens to pretty much everybody. Yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah, Utah State's not going to have another 15-year head coach ever. No, no. Uh, if you get to five, that's and, – and if he continues to be successful, then that's a pretty interesting mark. Yeah. Doesn't happen every day. No, it doesn't. You, you really have to find a special guy. I'll be honest, even if I you know, someone went to Utah State, if I was coaching and, and you know, some P5 – team comes rolling around and offers me a big paycheck, I'd probably leave too. Well, I mean, Matt Wells is a perfect <laughs> example. Like, yeah. Here's a guy who played there. Uh, the, the, the team that took a chance on him out of high school and uh, he was there as a as a uh, position coach, then became a coordinator, then became a head coach. I mean, if anybody was going to stick around for a while, it was that guy. Yeah, it's all the loyalty. And even he world. didn't stick around. I mean, he was there, what, six years? And that was an anomaly. Yeah. Well, part of it's because he had some bad years, so he wasn't worth taking. Well, <laughs> so it's like I said, it, people are ambitious naturally and understandably. I don't want to blame them for that. Uh, they're ambitious, and we like money, and you know all the things that tend to make coaches good coaches lead them to want to go on to bigger and better things. Right. Resources. Yeah. Opportunity to compete at highest levels. Yeah. They, Besides they, the money. Yeah, th- there are other reasons. They're chasing glory. They're chasing money. They're chasing challenges, you know. And people who are highly ambitious and you know, like I said, they those qualities that lead them to be good coaches make them want to leave small town USA. Right. And I've already had people hitting me up starting last night. Like, what does Utah State need to do to keep Blake Anderson from leaving? Yeah. And I know well, there was some comments that went around that Blake Anderson talked about how much he liked being here, but. Literally everyone says that. I will never take a coach at face value over their comments about staying in a program. Just rule number one, do not ever take those comments at face value. I don't know how much you like them. You know, we've we've already gushed about how much we like Blake Anderson as a person. I'm sorry, I will never take him at face value over staying here. Uh, I didn't take Craig Smith at face value. Didn't even take Matt Wells at face value. They all left. Because you have... Where does Utah State sit in the pecking order of the grand scheme of, of football and opportunities that exist? And yeah. 
it's it's nice while it lasts, but I don't need to. I don't think. And you've heard me get on this soapbox before, and I'm not going to belabor it. But let's stop with the hand wringing. Like, oh my gosh, if we're successful, Blake Anderson's going to leave, or his coordinators are going to leave. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. So let's just enjoy it while it's happening. Let's just enjoy the now, because the, this is setting up to be another successful football team. Let's not start worrying now about what's it going to look like after he leaves. Let's enjoy what this fo- football team can do today. Yeah, it's a question for January, and we're in July, almost August. Let's answer January questions in January. <laughs> yes. So, and if you become a good enough program, maybe you can get a guy to stick around for seven or eight years. Look at a Boise State who manages to keep their coaches around a little longer, but heck, they couldn't even keep keep, keep their coaches. They eventually leave. That's true. So. Utah State is kind of in the middle of the coaching pecking order. We pick off teams from other places, and then they move along if they're successful. That's how it is. So, yeah, there's there's, there's no point in getting hung up on it. it. It's part of life, and if you're a good program, then we'll do fine. Boise State's been a good program, despite going through a few coaches in the last few years. True. They keep consistency in their program and in their institution, their football institution. And if you get Utah State can replicate that, yes, they'll go through coaches, but they'll have that culture, and they maintain that culture. Utah State has had a few bumps along the road, but through three different coaches, and one was had it two times in the middle there. Yeah. But through three different coaches, they've they've been a successful program. Regularly trips to bowl games, uh, competitive couple of times competing for conference championships. So the the trick is maintaining it. Yep. Which and is a more challenging thing to do at a place like Utah State. Yeah. But it is possible. Like I said, we we've, yeah. we've been seeing that. It's been demonstrated. There's work on being a little more consistent, but we've seen good results despite four coaching tenures in the last ten years. Yes, very true. Um I want to get to one more comment here from uh, Blake Anderson before we have to take another time out. As we've said there are holes that need to be filled this year. and Some of the things that they're trying to address, we heard him a little bit touch on the offensive line, but he gets in a little bit more specific as to what they, what they need help on, what position. But also, kind of in somewhat related, um, the, the running back position. We have Calvin Tyler Jr. coming back, but they're trying to create depth and competition at the running back position as well. You know, offensively, we've got two interior spots. Both guard spots are wide open. Likely that maybe even a young guy that hasn't played a whole lot or at all is going to have to step into one of those spots. I think that's going to be critical to the success. Your center, your tackles are all intact. All have played. Even even the backup center and the backup tackles have played and started games. So you feel better. But those two guard spots have to materialize in a way that we can run the ball better than we did a year ago. We were adequate but not explosive. We've got to be better, especially in situations where everybody in the stadium, including you guys and us, we all know we're going to run it. We've got to be better in those areas, and those two interior spots have a big factor in that. Um, you know, finding that number two, that number three, three running back. We know Calvin is the guy and, and likely will continue to be the guy if he can stay healthy. Who's going who's gonna to take load off his back? Who's going to step in as the two, the three? What's that room going to look like as it solidifies? I think that's a big question. And we, we, we need to do um, – we need to find that fairly quickly, I think, so that we can get up and running. And later on, he did talk about the new addition with 
with Will Moore, who comes over from Utah. Uh, he, he gave a little bit more of an, ex- an explanation as to why he feels like he could help that uh, running back uh, role. Uh, Coach Tucker, we, when he and I talked about it. It's 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 it is running back by committee, and that's by design. There's not going to be an every down back that Utah State has. That's not how the offense is designed. So you need multiple guys who can carry the rock and do multiple things uh, in, in that position to help the team be explosive. Yeah, and if you got a if you got a pair of running backs, that works really well. I mean, I think it was who was it last year? I think it was Fresno State last year had a it was somebody last year had a pair of 800 yard running backs. I'm pretty sure it was Fresno State. May have been somebody else I'm thinking of. But like I said, that's basically a 1,600-yard running back out of your top two rushers. So, I mean, you can have 1,600 yards out of your top two backs or 1,200 yards out of your top back. Like, which, which do you want? You know, so if you have a pair of running backs, then you can, you can still have an effective run game. You don't need a superstar running back. Um, that, that's one of the things that's often overrated is having a star running back. Just have a good offensive line, and that gives you a quality rushing game, and you know that's what you need. If you can get a quality rushing game, doesn't matter if it's one, two, or three guys that's doing the job for you. Plug in a guy with fresh legs and let him go. So the Patriots have been doing for years. <laughs> that's right. All right, another quick timeout. When we come back, the return of pick six. There we go. Six things we think might happen this weekend. I got to try to dethrone Jason. He's gloating over there. And I Still can't got the belt. I, We're like a month and a half in now. I can't take this. Are you a good listener? Has anyone ever accused you of being a problem solver? Someone who likes to help others have success? If so, the Cash Valley Media Group would like to talk to you. Have you ever posted something on social media that had all your friends and family laughing? Have you ever fought off a bear? If so, let's talk. Not necessarily about bears. We just think it would be a cool story. Here at the Cash Valley Media Group, we have a ton of fun helping businesses grow and we could use some more help. So if you or someone you know has marketing and advertising experience or any of the previously mentioned skills, please send your resume to sales at cvradio.com. That's sales at cvradio.com. Or drop it off at our office Monday through Friday between 8 and 5. The Cash Valley Media Group is an equal opportunity employer and scared of bears. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. SC Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. People from St. George to Rexburg drive to Logan to shop Utah's oldest jewelry store. And one major reason is price. When diamonds are compared up and down the Wasatch Front, SC Needham's is as low or lower than any store in the state. We compete with any 50 to 70% off sales, student discounts, or so-called wholesale prices. So when it's time for an engagement ring, come to the store where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
Mountain West Motor invites you in helping them drive change in our community. Every month they select a local nonprofit or cause to donate funds to. So go find out who they're helping out this month at 615 North Main in Logan. That's Mountain West Motor. Uh, Jason is uh, crowing over his uh, late vic- his latest victories in pick six, and that's I'm very uncomfortable territory for Just me. Got my title belt over yeah, here. I'm Just... not used to this <laughs> compared to how things used to go. Doesn't know what it's like to be a loser, do you? <laughs> no, at least not consistently. Uh, so let's get into our pick six. Uh, I'll have three things that I think might happen this weekend, and Jason has three, and we try to see who gets it most correct on Monday. So you won last week, last time we played. So. You choose. You want to go first or do you want to defer? I'll let you go first. Loser gets ball. Okay. All right. We'll go through <laughs> this quick. Uh, who will score more runs on Saturday? The Royals at the Yankees or the Marlins versus the Mets? So this is combined goals? Is there more uh, the, the, just for the Royals or for the Marlins? The Royals are at the Yankees and the Marlins are hosting the Mets. So who's, who scores more runs, the Royals or the Marlins? Let's go with the Royals. I don't know anything about either of those teams, but okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. Well, they're both bad. Uh, I'm I, that's be, what I figured. They're probably pick two bad teams. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Marlins. Okay. Um, combined home runs in the four game series between the Cubs at the Giants. Uh, I'm gonna say ten and a half. Combined home runs between both teams. Between both teams for the four game series. Um, I'm going to go under on that, too. Okay, I'll go over. And then Fouls versus RSL in their game against fouls. San Jose. Fouls. I have no clue how to predict fouls. <laughs> it's it's tracked. Uh, I'm going to say ten and a half. Over. Uh, I'll take the under, which I think I'm going to lose. Okay, go ahead. All right, so home runs by Aaron Judge over the weekend. So four games, so Thursday through Sunday. Uh, over, under, two and a half. Ooh, I'll take the over. I'm going to take the under. Okay. Uh, shots by RSL versus San Jose. So not goals, not shots on goals, just shots. Uh, over, under, 16 and a half. I'll take the under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Uh, Tony Finau's finish in the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Over under his finish 5.5. So top five or not, basically. Ooh, interesting. Um, I'm going to take the. So if I say. So if you say under, you're going to say he's finishing top five. If you say over, he's going to be out of the top five. Okay, so I will say under. I'm going to pick the under as well. He's actually leading right now. Ooh, okay. Shot an eight under 64. And then do you have a tiebreaker? Um, you had an alternate? Yeah, I, 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 I prepared an alternate. So, uh, L.A. Dodgers, uh, t- basically win or lose the series versus the Rockies. Uh, if you want to pick a tie because they're playing four games. So, basically win, loss, or tie, L.A. Dodgers in their series against the Rockies. Uh, I'm going to say they win. I should, probably should have a better one because I'm supposed to pick something different, aren't I? <laughs> I'll say tie. I'll go with tie. You know what? I'll go with tie. All right. I'll go with they win it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I guilted you into doing that. <laughs> I probably should have picked like run total. Uh, that'll probably be my downfall. That's yeah, okay. maybe. That's uh, how you win is you cheat. <laughs> that's right. All right. So we'll reveal the answers as we recap the weekend on Monday. But uh, 
keep an eye on those events coming up over the weekend. Uh, just as we close it out, just a reminder about our good friends at Napa Auto Parts. They have their bucket sale going on. Go check out their stores, five locations. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Golden State Warriors have won four of the last eight NBA championships. But even with all the Warriors' success, Golden State still has a dilemma on its hands. The Warriors paid close to $170 million in luxury tax last season. And if they decide to extend Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, you're looking at over $200 million. And unfortunately for Golden State, that number likely grew even higher yesterday. It's been reported the Warriors' defensive anchor, Draymond Green, will seek a five-year $160 million extension extension from Golden State. It's a lot of money for a guy who shot under 30% from downtown and disappeared on multiple occasions in the playoffs. Green has been a valuable part of the Warriors' success over the years, but if Golden State wants to continue to compete for titles, the team can't hand out contracts for what you've done in the past. They have to look to the future. And at age 32, coming off a string of poor playoff performances, handing Draymond Green a max extension may be excessive. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.